Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining me on the hotline right now, Matthew Paris from the Washington Times. What's going on, Matt? Matt, are you there? Yeah, hey. Hey. hey thanks for having me. How's it going? I'm good, man. I'm good this morning. And uh, it was just a couple days ago, maybe less than a week ago, that Adam Schefter put out Colts get a second-round pick, a third-round pick, and a conditional third. Washington gets Wentz, a second and a seventh. I want to know, Matthew, where you were when you heard this news. Were you on the John? <laughs> no, I was in uh, screening of Batman. I was uh, <laughs> taking a, a personal day off. I had some vacation time to use, and uh, I did not end up using that. I, I left the theater midway. I was like an hour in the movie. No way. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I left right away just to, oh to go work. So Matt, kind of that, a crazy story. That's but, pretty crazy yeah. because – I'll tell you, there. I guarantee you, like, there's peop, there's kids in high school, they DM me all the time. Hey, Adam, I want to get in the industry. How do I can become a beat reporter? That would be my number one job. I want to be a beat reporter for the Skins, or now the Commanders. And you got to walk out of Batman as the beat reporter. That's a tough job. Yeah, you know, maybe in retrospect it was uh, dumb to take a day off before free agency. But, you know, I think that, all right, the Wilson thing's out of the way. They, I have some days to use before free agency. That's probably... Maybe busy a time of year for me, so I was trying to squeeze the day in, but uh, that was uh, I took it the next day and I saw it the next day, so it all worked out. Okay, but, good, uh, good, 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 because that's yeah. that's what I was going to follow up with. Because it, it I mean, the, the trade caught me by surprise too. Um, I wish yeah. I was watching Batman. Did you enjoy Batman when you went back the next day? Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, uh, I liked the the Christian Bale ones more, but you yeah. know, this one was uh, it was a good time. Let me let me just stick on Batman because I'm such a nerd here. Um, I, I like you're saying Christian Bale, amazing, and Heath Ledger, the best Joker ever. But I'm hearing that um, the guy that played the Riddler was supposedly was was so good that it's frightening. What did you think of him? Yeah, yeah, Paul Dano, uh, really awesome actor. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Barry really Blood, but he's really good at yeah. that as well. Yeah, um, and just uh, does a terrific job. Yeah, he he's really good. That's awesome, man. So. I'm speaking with Matthew Paris here, Commander's beat reporter for the Washington Times, and you put out an article earlier this week saying, quote, Colt's eagerness to part part with Wentz should give Commander's pause. Why don't you uh, fill my audience in on what you were thinking there? Yeah, you know, I don't really like the trade, and it's really for the reason that the Colts were really eager to get rid of him after one year. I mean, you look at Right. Went to situation. They reunited them with his offensive coordinator that he had a lot of success with in Philly. They gave him a strong running game, a strong offensive line. And despite all those circumstances, he really didn't succeed there. I mean, the numbers were okay. You know, the 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, that's a good number. But then you add in all the leadership concerns that Indianapolis reportedly had from not getting the vaccine to just not really, I guess, apparently rallying the team as they were kind of, as their season was spiraling out at the end there. Yeah. It just, 
it's really, it wasn't great. And then you consider what Washington paid specifically taking on all of that contract. I just, I, I didn't love it. I'm, I'm with you there, man. There's definitely a lot of red flags, a ton of red flags, in fact. But hopefully Washington can get the version of Carson Wentz that helped take the Colts from 3-5 and five this season to 6-5 and five before he fell off, you know, towards the end of the season there. Let's talk about the upside with Carson Wentz, all right? I've been saying... I think 25 touchdowns is given. The problem is, is maybe you get double-digit interceptions this year, and that, and that could really cost us. But are you with me that the upside is 20-plus touchdowns, the deep ball's going to be there, the the playmaking, the scrambling ability, keeping the, the, keeping the play alive. He's a huge guy. He's not going to go down. You know, he's going to certainly make three guys bring him down. Are you with me on the upside? Uh, I do, and I think if you're looking for encouraging signs on this, it's that, you know, he at least got back to functional quarterback play last year. You know, for by, sure. By the, time, by the end of his tenure in Philadelphia, he was really a mess. The mechanics were all over the place. It still wasn't amazing last year, but, you know, I think you can definitively say he's an upgrade over Taylor Heineke. And, and what I do like about it is that he does seem to be a better fit for Scott Turner's system than, say, Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. and guys like that. You know, he does have that deep ball, as you mentioned, uh, and uh, the ability to improvise. I mean, when he was at his best in Philly, that was the thing that always blew me away, is just how much that guy can keep a play alive, how much he's just pulled a, a play out of nowhere. And so if he can get back to that, then, yeah, you know, I, I think he could potentially be a good fit here for that for those reasons. The only issue, well, there's a ton of issues. Like we said, there's a bunch of red flags, but one issue specifically is the price tag on Carson Wentz and what happened after we signed him was or excuse me after we traded for him was Landon Collins was released how did that go down because I know he tweeted something like they they asked me to take a pay cut once I took it the second time no thank you uh how did that all go down and how do you think that affects the defense moving forward yeah, he told Josiah Anderson that the team came back to him with one number and then after they traded for Wentz they wanted a lower price, but you know, I I thought this was kind of headed this way even before they traded Wentz. Right. I mean, Landon Collins is a very prideful guy, and you know he fit a role in, in Washington's defense last year. I thought he was very good in it once they like kind of figured out what they wanted to do with him. But you know, he ultimately said that he wants to keep playing safety, and he was more of a hybrid linebacker safety in this last role, and so. You know, he's willing to take his chance in free agency. I don't know what the numbers were, but he figures that he can at least get a contract than what uh, Washington was willing to offer. So he's going to test his luck, and maybe by doing so, he can play more of a role that he wants to and and find a team with an open market. So, um, you know, good luck to him. And, uh, you know, he he was good for them last year. Yeah, but Matt, that... I mean that's that just feels like bad business, you know the way the way they let, handled that with Landon and asking him to take two pay cuts in, in one off season. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make me feel good about other free agents coming in here or re-signing our guys or Sheriff or anything like that. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely puzzling. Yeah, well, I mean, they just needed the space so, uh, at that point. They have to taking on Wentz's contract that they needed to create room and. Um, you know, I think Eric Flowers is another candidate who could be restructured here if not outright released. Yeah. I don't think they want to release him, but, you know, they, they need to keep creating additional cap room. So, Matt, I've been saying on my show that 
Look, Carson Wentz, there's there's red flags, there's question marks all over the place. I want Ron Rivera and I want the Washington Commanders to prove that this wasn't just a, hey, fans, hey, fans, we're trying here. We did something. And let's trade for a wide receiver. Or let's specifically trade up in the draft because we have a playmaker on defense that we want. Or let's sign a, a big-name free agent. You know what I mean? Like, this should not be the last move for the offseason for the Commanders. They're not a QB away, even though Ian Rappaport tweeted that March 4th at 5 p.m. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I think that the thing... I would be hesitant to do that, like say trade up in the draft, exactly for that reason. They're they're not a QB away even now. I mean, you know, you can get out of the Wentz deal pretty easily if you're Washington after this year. You know, they can waive him for no money, and if he's a disaster, they're going to be back in this market again. I, I think the risky thing to do is, con- is would be to convince yourself that you have a franchise quarterback before you actually see him play, and then part with more assets to trade up for in the draft. You know, I think where they're sitting at in number 11, they could add some players. You know, personally, I think they should still draft a quarterback. Like, if Malik Willis is sitting there, uh, you know, sit him for a year, him and Carson Wentz have similar styles almost. Um, I think that would be the better long-term strategy than just trying to convince yourself Wentz is a franchise guy. But even if you pass on them at 11 or, or something like that, you know, this is there are some really great receivers in this draft. I mean, they really impress at the Combine. Uh, that kid from Ohio State, I think his name's Garrett Wilson. Um, you know, he could be sitting there. So, you know, they they have some. Uh, the 11th pick is valuable. I think they're going to get a better player out of that position, uh, out of that pick than they did at say at Jamin Davis at 19 last year. So, you know, they they have some opportunity to add some talent even with six draft picks. You're listening to AWOD Radio. I'm Adam Epstein. My guest on the hotline, the Commanders beat reporter for the Washington Times, Matthew Paris. Follow him on social media. At Matthew underscore Paris, P-A-R-A-S. So let's talk about number 11 in the draft here. What do you expect to happen? Is there anybody specifically that you want to throw out there? I know you just mentioned Malik Willis. I personally would stay away from quarterback and just hope that, hey, Carson's your guy for this year. Heineke's your backup. Let's use it on other options. And then also position of need. Most important and second most important. I, I'm looking at like middle linebacker and probably wide receiver. Where what are you looking at? Yeah, you know, I, I would agree with those two. I think the other one that would be worth exploring is cornerback. Yeah. Just because you're you're committing so so many resources to that position already in terms of money. If you can get someone cheap in there who is a great who is a better scheme fit than say William Jackson, who you know is more reliable than maybe Kendall Fuller, even though I think he's been okay. You know, if you can get someone like Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati, if he falls all the way down there, then I think that might be worth exploring. But if not, then yeah, receiver, um, linebacker. See, the thing with linebacker, though, is I don't really know if there's a great fit out there, especially at 11. Like, there's that kid from Utah, I think his name's Devin Lloyd. Uh, he's good, but, you know, I think there's a little bit of, if you like the Parsons in him, is he a better pass rusher than he is in the middle of the field? And if that's the case, well, then, you know, you're, you're kind of screwing that pick up like you did Jamin Davis. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think either any of those positions, cornerback, receiver, linebacker, uh, wouldn't surprise me. Oh, and another one is uh, guard, just in case, you know, they, they need to replace Brian Sheriff and, or Eric Flowers even. And, and, you know, if there's a guy that they love sitting there at that position, 
Maybe we look to fill that void too. Yeah, corner is definitely something that I I, I should circle because I I love Kendall Fuller and I just don't know if he's a number one corner. And, and same with William Jackson, you know. So we could definitely upgrade that in that position and then safety too. Now you know you got to fix the hole with Landon Collins. Matt, let's talk more about Carson Wentz here and. What are you expecting from Carson Wentz in in terms of, like, will he be at OTAs and be the leader here in D.C. and and try to, like, you know, know the playbook immediately? And and do you think he'll be nice with the media? I mean, like, like, do you think he's going to really embrace D.C.? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I would be shocked if he skipped OTAs after, you know, I think he kind of realizes that he needs to be on his best behavior and and try and, um, you know, went over not so much the media because, you know, players, I don't know if they care about that, but, you know, at least the locker room and try him rally the troops, so to say, because that that is his reputation is that, you know, this hasn't worked out in two spots now. And, you know, being back in the NFC East, I'll have the Eagles twice a year. I'm sure that'll motivate him. And so, hey, you know, he has some incentives here that uh, to, to restore his career rather than just winning with Washington. There are personal incentives for him as well to, to get his career back on track. Matt, what's the latest with J.D. McKissick? Are we going to be able to bring him back? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, perhaps, but they are going to it sounds, They are going to let him test oh. uh, the free agent market. And, um, and so... We don't yeah, realize you know, how like, good he is. I saw people yesterday talking about how he's more important to this team than Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the, the splits with him and uh, him out, you know, he provides a really important uh, dynamic to the offense. But the thing is, it, it just determines on what the price is. You know, if he's going to have more of a market, the last thing that I would do is, is can, overpay. Like, commit a lot of yeah overpay for a running back. I mean, especially J.D. McKissick is – older he, he's getting up there and so you know but he, he provides a, a crucial skill set to that but you know maybe that's where you can find it in the draft if he does leave you can find that type but um yeah no he, he's really important for them he provides a great one-two punch with gibson and they would like him back to be sure i just don't know if the money's gonna work out yeah and i'm, I'm reading here online that it looks like mike garofolo said that a lot of teams are interested in him which is gonna drive up the price tag um Matt, man, what what else was I going to ask you here as we're working on the Commanders off season? I literally just forgot what I was going to ask you. It was an important question, uh, but I'll go with this: of the QBs that moved this off season, who will be the most successful? Ooh, good question. Um, you know, I love the Russell Wilson to Denver move. Uh, I think if you just look at what uh, they gave up for him, that wasn't really a you know. If, let's say it doesn't work out and it's an absolute failure. Well, they really just only set themselves back in two drafts. I mean, for the trade-off of that where Russell Wilson's a top five quarterback, I think you do that every time. And the three players they gave up, uh, you know, weren't really consequential anyway. So, yeah, I think that makes them instant contenders. That division is crazy. Um, and I'm really looking forward to watching them. Matt, I remembered the question, and it's an important question, all right? So I hope you're prepared here and ready. It'll be the final question. The final question. Matthew Paris here with Awad here on the fan. Curtis Samuel, what's the latest with him? 
I mean, can can we expect him to play six, 17 games next year, or is that is that too hopeful? Um, you know, I think based on his track record, it would be too hopeful. I don't have any information in the sense that, like, you know, his hamstring is still bothering him about that. You know, Rivera has said that I think he's fully healthy now, and that um, Curtis Samuel said he was feeling much better by the end of the season. But you know, Rivera still had the 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 tone of you know not overly optimistic, but still optimistic. He was kind of using the same language as he was using with Samuel when he was actually hurt in the off season when we asked him a couple of weeks ago. So. That was, you know, that that's the problem with kind of keeping a company line is you don't, you can't really determine the difference of when he's healthy, when he's not, and uh, I don't know how much to expect out of him uh, just because it was such a disaster in year one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we lose JD McKissick, it's going to be a bigger role for Curtis Samuel. Matthew, th- thanks so much for your time, man. I appreciate you hopping on here on a Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yep, yep. Go, go write about Batman. I'll read it on the Washington Times. <laughs> <laughs> That's Matthew Paris. Yep, I'm Adam Epstein here on 106.7 The Fan. Man, that was that was a good interview. He's he's fun to talk about uh, the Washington Commanders with. And look, he he's kind of not in on Wentz. Not really a fan there. And uh, I don't know how long he's been covering this team, but it's I don't think he's seen us be successful. Promise you that. Adam Epstein here on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to AWOD Radio on a Saturday morning. Everybody, up and Adam, start your day with Adam Epstein here on the fan. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. It's open lines, open tweets. You can steer the show. By calling in 1-800-636-1067. Got a good buddy on the line here. Member of the AWOD Army. Proud member of the AWOD Army. Tim and Stafford. What's up, Tim? Hey, Adam. Thanks for taking my call. Now, before I start jawing at Carson Wentz, I just want to say my condolences to the VCU Rams. So, uh, 
It was depressing Thank last night, man. I thought we would be a lock to the NCAA tournament two weeks ago after we beat it, uh, defeated Davidson. Then we lose to St. Louis. That knocks us down to the three seed. And then we lose to Richmond, our rival. And, Tim, last night there was there was a part of me that wanted to call in, not sick, emotionally depressed. Oh, I couldn't believe man. we lost, man. But I'm here today, man, and so I'm happy you called in. What's going on? So my take on Carson Wentz is I'm worried he's just going to hurl it downfield and say, screw it, Terry McLaurin is down there somewhere. But this is where the draft comes in. I think we can move back, get another pick, and still be able to take Drake London from Southern Cal. I am really high on this receiver. I really think that he has a lot of potential. He's got, he can catch those jump balls those things that Carson Wentz is always hurling. Mm-hmm. He's always hurling those balls. End up, people end up having to jump for it. Drake London can do that. Terry McLaurin can do that. Curtis Samuel, if he's healthy, I don't know if he can do that, but we got to re-sign J.D. McKissick, too. So. Give, me, give, me your thoughts also, on, uh, give me your thoughts on the defense. How can we improve defensively? I, I know Landon Collins was, like, that was pretty obvious once we started Carson Wentz. That wasn't going to work out, but I think we're going to miss his aggress- uh, aggressiveness uh, against the running game. I really like Cam Curl. I think he's going to have a big improvement this year. Same with Cole Holcomb. I think that Chase Young and Montez Sweat this year is they're going to really get things together. I'm not sure if they'll break the sack record like they were hyping it up last year. But (laughs) um, I really think that the defense is going to get things together. And I think if Carson Wentz doesn't hurl it down, throw 15 picks, then I think if something happens to Dallas, we can win the division. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Season, this season is, I know Ron doesn't have much time left, but I think next season, if we can do something good this year, that next season is a lot to hope for. All right, Tim, appreciate you calling in, man. I, I hope we win some games, man. I, I really do. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Kevin in Vienna. What's up, Kevin? Uh, Tim stole my thunder talking about VCU. I was distraught. Uh, I really thought they would go to the NCAA, too. Did you go uh, to the game last night, Kevin? No, I was at Glory Days watching all the games while I was working, so uh, I didn't get to see it. But uh, I wanted to go, but my son got his uh, wisdom teeth out, so his spring break wasn't very good. But uh, what do you think their chances are coming rebounding next year for the conference? I mean, I think they're pretty good, and I think a lot of um, fans don't realize that Jameer Watkins is a baller. He's one of the best players on the team, and he didn't play the entire year coming off an ACL injury. So that's one thing. Two, you are losing two superstar seniors in Vince Williams and Keyshawn Curry, but this team is led by the point guard Ace Baldwin, who is a superstar as a sophomore. He's going to be even better as a junior. I like Jaden Nunn to keep improving. And... Look, the A-10 is going to be even harder next year. They add Loyola, Chicago. Um, you know, Dayton's always good. Davidson is always good. But I, I think VCU will have another good season, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if we were A-10 champs in the regular season. I'm psyched because it's one of the best college basketball uh, experiences. I mean, uh, I, I, I really love the arena they play in. Yeah, man, it's fun, the Seagull Center. Kevin, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. Bye. Yep, man. That's my guy, Kevin from Glory Days. He's a big Junks listener as well. Always love how I get, like, Junkies fans that, like, knew me from AWOD from 2011, or excuse me, 2015 through 2020, and now they're supporting me on the weekend, AWOD Army.
Gotta love it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. We we appreciate the support and everybody listening. But yeah, it's good to hear from the fans out there. Yep. But I also wanted to talk about this segment. There's three things in life: death, taxes, and LeBron James destroying the Wizards. He's done it now for 19 years. At 37 years old, the King dropped a 50 piece on the Wiz last night. Donald, what were, what were his stats like? Because I didn't watch this game. I was there at uh, at the Capital One Arena watching college basketball. Yeah, so, I mean, anybody knows LeBron had a heck of a night. 50 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, uh, 18 for 25 from the field. So he was very— 18 for 25? Very efficient. I saw the highlights. He was making some really tough shots, yeah. like Miami LeBron. Yeah, he he was in the zone, 18 for 25, uh, 6 uh, for 9 from 3. So he was very oh efficient. Goodness. Yeah, he he was clicking on all cylinders, an overall, like, round game. So he he left the Wizards no scraps at all. <laughs> Absolutely. And the game was at home there, you know, at crypto.com. So right, he right. balled out. He balled out. Good for you, LeBron. Old man balling. Just sucks it had to be against my Wiz. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kuz gave some thoughts after the game. Um, I thought it was interesting. You know, obviously him being a former Laker, you know, seeing his squad and things like that. Just wanted to get your reaction to some, It's a quick, quick clip from uh, Kyle Kuzma here. I'll play it for you. Sure. Just our mistakes, um, you know, whether it was transition, strong side helps, um, you know, wrong rotations off of, uh, you know, what we would trap Bron and, um, you know, they'd hit the short roll, you know, we were kind of iffy, giving them some threes and um, we had a lot of back cuts, you know, just a lot of the little things that we could have controlled that, um, you know, were very important because, you know, outside of Brian, you know, they, they struggle to score at half court when we guard them well. So, you know, it's just a lesson. And, um, you know, we got those guys in nine days maybe. So, you know, just learn from it, watch the film, and, you know, try to get back at it in a couple of days. So my reaction to that is defense wasn't supposed to be the issue this year. That's what Wes Unsell Jr.'s specialty was supposed to be. And they haven't been playing defense. I mean, LeBron's putting up 50 on you. That's not good defense. Yeah, and I mean, I think Kuzma recognized in that that clip there that you know they they tried to play defense on everyone else, but it uh, just shows that even in, still in season nineteen, that LeBron is is still that great. I mean, the Lakers have been struggling obviously, and they tried to lock everybody else down. And even when you make LeBron the only option, if he wants to, you know, put it in in sport mode, if you will, and uh, go out there and, and get it, he can. Obviously, we just read off the stats, and you yeah. know, so he still has the ability to get out there. But my biggest takeaway from the game, at least from the box score, is Rui Hashimura, 6 of 11 for 15 points and 6 rebounds. Rui, please shoot 20 points tonight. Wizards are in action again tonight. Tonight, Wizards in action. You can watch it uh, 10 p.m. against the Portland Trailblazers. They're favored by 6, so it should be a win, but... You can make some money betting on the Blazers. I'm Adam Epstein here on The Fan. Welcome back to AWOD Radio here on The Fan. Saturday, March 12th, just after 9.40 a.m. And Donald, I told you earlier about how I was out drinking last night and we were at the Capital One Arena for the A-10 tournament. Got to catch up with old friends from VCU. Saw my friends that are graduates from George Mason. Shout out to By George. Did you see the viral clip that they had? 
Donald, I, I'm gonna need to show you this. I was gonna say I did I'm gonna, not. I'm gonna I'm gonna retweet it right now at AWOD Radio. It's all over the place. By George GMU is uh is where you can find it. So uh it was at the Capitol at the uh at the arena, right? During the first game on Thursday when George Mason was playing Fordham, the uh basically this guy and his this what his guy and his wife were watching the game and he says something to her and she has a crazy reaction. Like, oh my God, no way. And they put on the clip on Twitter and they said, What do you think he said that made her have that crazy reaction? It's like it's it's one of those like clips, you know what I mean, where it's like, you know, Fill in the fill in the blank. Solve the solve the riddle. Give us your comment. Are you seeing it right now on social media? Yeah, I didn't see it before, but I see your retweet. It's bro. Yeah. It's over. Is what's it? What are the views at right now? It was that two million last night? Two million views. Yeah, it's like at one point nine. Yeah, 1.9. it's, it's getting, like hovering right there. It's getting picked yeah. up by uh, Darren Ravel. Yep. Uh, it's getting picked up by Barstool. <laughs> Pretty much everyone because it's just such a funny reaction. Do you see it right now? Yeah. What do you think he said to her? I have no clue. This but, beer is $18. But it's like, <laughs> I'm, I was trying to read, his, I'm assuming his wife's uh, reaction, like her lips. Uh-huh. It's almost like, it's like she says, like, like excuse me? Like, right, right. Like he said something like appalling and she's like, it's like excuse me? Like, right. did you just say that? Right, like, like Buffalo Wild Wings chimed in, which is every Every company's trying to like clout chase on this. And they're chiming <laughs> in. Did you know Thursdays are two for one special? Like it's it's, it's like, so, are the, you serious? Right. The comments are so funny. Uh, yeah, I I can see where this can definitely be flipped for promotional use. Right. So I was out things. with my boys from By George last night. Give them a follow by George GMU. I'm at AWOD Radio. And Donald, I learned a lesson last night in dating. Oh, okay. And I used to tell these stories on the junks. I think I got a good one for you guys this morning. All right. My friend's gonna kill me. <laughs> He's gonna literally kill me if he finds out I told this story on the radio. But last night, you know, after the game there, we went to the bar in the basement, and it felt like a college atmosphere again. I Oh, my gosh, I was so excited, right? Grabbing a beer, did, doing a shot of whiskey. I look around, and it was like all people that graduated from either Dayton or Davidson or St. Bonaventure or Rhode Island or Richmond. It was like an 810 party, and everyone was probably like 25 to 35. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a great mix of people there last night at this bar. So I'm with one of my friends, and... <clears throat> We're talking to these girls, and then he's talking to this one girl, and this girl forgot his name. And I'm thinking, game over, right? Right. Well, she doesn't know your name. She's not going home with you. Are you kidding me? She doesn't know your name. She didn't care. If she cared, she would have remembered it, right? <laughs> right. He used that to his advantage. The first time I've ever seen it happen. A girl did not know his name. She had been talking to him for about like 30 minutes. And then, like, they, we left, and they came back and talked to them, and she didn't know his name. And he used it to his advantage. Here's what he did. He asked her, what's my name? That's all it was. Mm-hmm. And she guessed wrong. And then he said again, no, what's my name? What's my name? What's my name? And they were staring each other in the eyes. She's shouting out, Matthew, Michael, LeBron. <laughs> she got it wrong a thousand times, and he just kept looking at her. What's, what's my name? And they stared deeper and deeper into each other's eyes. And I was like, oh, my God, they're falling in love. She doesn't even know his name. <laughs> my other friend and I were witnessing this whole thing. He's literally gra- looking at her. They're like a foot away. What's my name? And she's getting it wrong and wrong and wrong. He doesn't care. He keeps saying, what's my name? What's my name? It was like that song. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Right, the what's Rihanna my name? song. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then the next thing I knew, they're getting closer and closer. He's got his hand on her chin. 
Boom. Next thing I know, game over. They're making out. He got her number, locked it up. To this day, it was last night, but to this day, <laughs> I don't think she knows his name. Hey, I mean, I, I guess, you know, all that matters is the result. You know what I mean? It's not how you get there. It's the, it's the destination, you know? But that was a lesson to me, man. I've I've always thought that if the girl forgets your name, it's done. Yeah, you, more often than not, 9.9 times out of 10, it's usually a wrap. The, the bit was basically... Like, he wasn't going to tell her his name until she made out with him. Right, basically. You're like, what's my name? I'm not going to tell you unless you make me tell you. And she took the words out of his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's hilarious. It was wild, bro. So I learned a lesson. Learned a lesson last very, night. Very <laughs> pro move. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. We need to go out together, man. Maybe I can use you as a wingman. Hey, let's let's do it. I'm for it. Yeah? I'm for it. You yeah, got we good got... pickup lines? I, I think I can I can throw some out there. I can, I can wingman pretty well. Is there one that you'd go to on the spot right now? For all the ladies listening, my man Donald go pick you up. <laughs> um, I'm more of a like situational kind of like person, so I don't really necessarily have like go to lines per se. Mm-hmm. Um, like like your buddy for that 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 was a very situational moment. Like I don't know if I would have thought of that. Like you're putting me on the I spot know right I now. I wouldn't have forgot of that. Yeah, but like and maybe you're on the it, spot right now and you're just talking. Yeah, you know, some <laughs> some things just happen. You're in the moment. It's the environment, things like that. And you just think of, you know, like clever things to say. I feel like I'm very good on my feet on the spot. I think know? I am good on my feet too, where I struggle. And I know I struggle because of the failure rate yeah. is on the apps, having like a one-liner on the apps. On Bumble and Tinder. I used to go with this dumb line of waffles or pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those yeah, those dating apps and things like that are definitely like harder. You got to really be clever and things like that cuz I mean it's it's so superficial, you know, you're just swiping left and right just seeing people's pictures. So, you got to do a lot more to stand out. Yeah, if you got a good one, you can tweet me cuz I need some help on Bumble. At AWAD Radio, A W A D D R A D I O is where you can find me or you can call in 1-800-636-1067. It's been a fun morning. Final segment of the morning up next on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio here on a Saturday morning. That's where you can catch me every Saturday, no matter what, rain or snow. It's snowing out here right now. Donald, are we going to have trouble getting home? I got my car. Here, I'm going to have to figure this out. Yeah, I'm like looking between the brakes outside, and I'm seeing it kind of coming down. Hopefully, we'll be okay. We're wrapping up here soon. Let me ask you a question. So, uh, what was it, two months ago or something, it snowed, right? And we were both doing this show here. And we had the issue where we had snow on our car and we had to use hot water, yeah. right? It poured on. Have you gotten a, a, a scraper since then? I have not. Me I have neither. Not. <laughs> and what was that, like a month ago or something? Yeah, yeah you would think. And that... somebody, somebody tweeted me that that day I called it an ice scratcher, not a scraper. Oh, a scraper, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you would have think that would have uh, sealed the deal for me to learn my lesson, but uh, definitely not. I still have not invested. I think I'm just looking too forward to the warm weather now. I'm like, I don't, you know. Buying an ice scraper to me is like, man, we're still stuck in winter. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to look ahead. We certainly are today. Uh, You're listening to AWOD Radio. I'm Adam Epstein. And I went to VCU, but I am a fan of all the local college basketball programs. Like George Mason, Georgetown, UVA, Maryland, Virginia Tech. Shout out to the Hokies. Shout out to UMBC. I was going to say, do we we get some love? You get a little bit of love. But the (laughs) the Hokies get all the love here because they're no longer the Chokies this season. Two big wins in the ACC tournament, getting past Notre Dame, getting past um, UNC, and now setting themselves up for a finals against Duke. And so, actually, three wins. Excuse me, I forgot about that overtime win over Clemson. It started with a buzzer-beater win. That got the momentum for Virginia Tech. They knock off Notre Dame, which was the two-seed. They knock off UNC, the 25th team in the country. And now they face Duke on ESPN tonight at 8.30. And I actually give Virginia Tech a shot here. The only issue is that Shashevsky and Duke, they're pissed off. That That's the whole thing holding them back here. But look, with, with Virginia Tech, they've been playing so well, and they've got the shooters, they've got the scorers. I really like their guy, Storm Murphy. Storm Murphy is their point guard. He's a senior. And look, he doesn't average much. He's got eight points per game, but he's got a deadly three-point shot. And when he gets it going, going the team is almost unstoppable. Keeve... Aluma, their senior forward, has been awesome. He was great last night, had 20-something points. And so Virginia Tech, they're going to the tournament. They'll be dancing, and they might even be ACC champions later tonight at 8.30 p.m. If you missed any of the show, you can always rewind with the Odyssey app. It's the best way to listen to radio or podcasts. Of course, you can check out Bit Season on there with Matt and Matt, Matt Valdez and Drab T-Shirt. I miss those guys. And I miss doing a show with them, but they're putting up great content, which you can also find on the Sports Junkies podcast feed. And you can find this show by typing in overtime on 1067 The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. You can catch me in Richmond, Virginia, 910 The Fan, or with the Odyssey app Thursday and Friday this week. And then I'll be back Saturday 
7.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. Appreciate everyone for listening. Thanks to Matthew Paris for joining the show. Big shout-out to Donald, killing it today. Again, as a producer, I'm Adam Epstein. Thanks for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.